0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to my podcast. This is episode eight. Thank you so much for clicking on this today. Or if you have notifications turned on for my podcast, oh my gosh, you are a true fan. Thank you so much. Um, But even if you don't and you just like happen to stumble upon this podcast and it's your first time listening to me, welcome here. I'm so grateful that you're here and I hope these next few minutes absolutely bless you If these episodes are being a blessing to you and you feel so called to support this podcast and this ministry, um, I do have listener support set up. If you're interested in giving a small amount, each month just so I could sustain future episodes, keep up with equipment, computers, mics, headphones, all of that stuff. Um, By no means is it ever obligated. Just helps this podcast run a little bit more smoothly. So if that's something you're interested in, I do have listener support set up and there'll be a link somewhere around here. But I'm sure you're wondering, what does Michaela got for us today? Oh, let me tell you. Today's episode I'm going to talk about a recent revelation that the Lord gave me. So we're going to be talking about tests today. And I don't know about you, but I grew up hearing like, oh, you know, like the Lord will like test us. And I don't know, something about that just like stuck with me from childhood until like now. I mean, I still think about it. And it's like, oh, well, like the Lord will give you like trials and like things in your life to like test you. And that, like, never sounded fun to me. Like, ooh, let me be a part of that. I would love to get tested. Like, no, obviously not. But I was like, okay, well, I guess this is just a part of walking with the Lord. You know, uh, he's going to, like, test me. But I think that my idea of test was based off of my experience. And, like, tests, when I think of tests, I think of, like, school and Nobody liked taking a test in school, right? I mean, I didn't know many people. Maybe you did. If you liked taking tests and like good for you. I'm sure you studied for them too. But that was not really me. I didn't really love tests and they like stressed me out and like placement tests always stressed me out and and you had to like take tests for college and just so many tests and they were really stressful and that was my overall View of tests was this is not good, this is not fun, this is not for my good, this is stressing me out. And if I fail, there's going to be a consequence. So I was viewing tests like from the Lord the same way. Well, if I fail this, like there's going to be a consequence because I know that the Lord is all knowing, I know He knows what's going to happen even before I do. If I fail this, it's going to be like, a well, I knew it. Like, I knew from the start. Like, I knew she was going to fail this. Like, I knew she wasn't going to be able to pass that. And here we go. I was right. And I think now I'm able to say that. But in the moment, I, I think that was, like, a fleeting thought. I feel I felt like he was disappointed in me. And, like, it was him proving his point, like, when I failed the test. So, I was like, well, Lord, like, why are you even, like, putting me in these tests to begin with if you know I'm just going to, like, fail them and he gave me this revelation back in June so this was like pretty recently um but like when he's testing me he's not testing me for the purpose of him being right about my inadequacy the test is actually his kindness and that definitely took him breaking down my perception of what I had known my whole life as a test to be tests weren't really for my good it was to like prove that I was inadequate and that I wasn't perfect and that I was missing the mark somehow and I was never going to be able to fully get it right. But it's actually his kindness and it's his way of showing us where we are. And the result isn't so he could say like, yep, I knew she was going to fail. Like I was right. But he had to reframe the way that I was viewing tests. And what I was viewing tests as was a trap. And a test is not a punishment. It's also not a trap though. Tests and traps are two totally different things. And it's like, yeah, sure, I, I knew that. Like, you know, like I know, like, a t- test and trap, like, two different words, like, they're not the same thing. But that's how I was viewing tests, was that, like, basically the Lord was trapping me because he knew, like, he knew ahead of time, like, if I was going to, like, pass or fail, like, he knew it wasn't to, like, trap me so he could prove a point that, like, I'm inadequate and he's not, which, okay, is, is true. Like, let's just be honest. Like, he is perfect and i'm not but like also he didn't create me to be perfect but that's a whole other tangent that we're not going to get onto today but anyway it's not he does not test us for the purpose of him being right like he doesn't have to prove that he's always right like that's just who he is like he created everything like of course he's going to be right like he doesn't have to prove that to us and like we inherently know he is right about all things Like, he created all things. Like, how can he be wrong about them? And I'll be honest, how he gave me this revelation was through a test. And when it was happening, I was not happy about it. But it took that, it took that anxiety around me being, like, stressed about this and feeling like, okay, well, here I go again, like, about to fail, that he showed me that, like, no, this isn't, this isn't about you failing or not. This is just, like, think of it as a placement. This test that I'm giving you. It's just so you could see where you're at. It's not for me to be like, well, I knew she couldn't do it. It's just for me to show you like, hey, this is where you're at. And you're I'm literally asking the Lord to like, you know, like, Lord, have your way and like whatever you want to do through me. And then I'm not being obedient to those things. So it's like I'm praying that he would expand me in my ministry and then I'm not doing it. So he's like, well, this is what you're praying for, so let me, like, show you where you're at. So what happened for me, like, I'll be real honest, I felt like I got a word for somebody and I didn't know, and I was like, I don't, like, I don't know if, like, that's for them, which is so, it's so, when I think about it now, I'm like, clearly, Makila, like, that was definitely for them, but in the moment, I was definitely, like, very confused because that whole weekend, like, the Lord had opened my eyes to see, like, a gift he had given me and, like getting, like, words for people, and I had several people, like, pray over me and be, like, Makayla, like, you definitely, like, hear from the Lord, like, don't question that, like, do not question that, like, you hear from the Lord, and I heard from the Lord, and I questioned it, and that sounds like, well, okay, Makayla, like, clearly people told you, like, you know, don't question it, and then you did, but, like, in the moment when that's happening, it's, like, really hard to see that, And like discern that like when you're in the moment because it is something of value like when the Lord gives you something obviously it's valuable so the enemy does want to take that away and convince you no you didn't actually hear that and it's not in this crazy like way that you could like clearly tell it's deception like he'll give it to you subtly. Be like, mm, no, like, that can't be for that person. Or, like, I don't even know where that person is to, so like, go over and tell them that. Like, it's little ways that he tries to, like, remove you from that. So, that's a little side tangent. But, like, be aware of, like, the little voices, too. And the little distractions. But, anyway, got this word for this person. And I was, like, really unsure. I feel like you might be giving me a word for this person. Like, to go pray for them for this. But I'm, like, I don't actually... I don't even know if that's what they're dealing with, which like I should have just taken that and trusted that like the Lord knows that person more than I do. It's, a, it's okay. I learned from it, but we're getting there. But I was like, Lord, like I don't even know like if that's like well, something they're dealing with. And later on that night, our pastor had said something that confirmed like what the Lord had given me. And it was like an aha moment for me. And I was like, okay yeah that was definitely for that person which part of me is like oh crap like I wasn't obedient to that but I was also like this is a test but now I'm viewing it in a different light that this is just for me to see like my placement like okay you know what that definitely was from the Lord I would say failed in this sense but it's not he's not telling me I failed to shame me he's being like hey this is where you're at just so you could see where your placement is so like just move on from it and be better Which is so sweet and so kind because for years, like, I had thought of tests this way as traps. Like, that's what I was seeing them as. Is like, okay, well, this is just another opportunity for me to fail and for God to be like, Michaela, like, what are you doing? Like, I can't believe you did this again. But that's just not his character. That's just not his character. That's not who he is. And it was like, even with knowing that, like, I believed, like, yes, God is good and, like, God is so kind. But also part of me thought... He was also kind of out to get me and I didn't fully admit that to myself because I was ashamed that I saw him that way. I was ashamed because I was like well I feel like you know like I shouldn't be seeing God this way. As like out to get me and it's like I know that's wrong but like also like I feel like this is a trap and like I, I'm just like trying to figure out like based off of my feeling and like what I'm seeing and I'm experiencing. I'm like I know he's good but like this doesn't feel like it is good. To, like I, I don't know like I'm ashamed to even admit that like He's out to get me. I'm like, I don't, I'm just really confused. So I was so ashamed to even admit that, that I just kind of like, let it be a passing thought, but I wasn't going to dwell on it. But because I was hiding that fact that I even felt that way, he couldn't heal me because he can't heal what you hide. And that is very like cliche saying and i've heard a ton of different pastors say it but it's so true it is so true if you are not willing to put it out into the light he can't heal it like he cannot heal what you hide so you have to take these things that you're wrestling with the things that you're ashamed about even feeling that way don't just let them pass And I'm not saying you have to take that as truth because a lot of times your feelings are going to lie to you. I would say most times your feelings are going to lie to you. So I'm not saying to take that and believe that as truth, but take that and dwell on it in the sense so you could determine for yourself if that's true or not. And I think we as Christians like to pretend that we believe things that we don't actually fully believe. And I'm saying things, I'm saying like, oh, I believe like God is so good. Again, like I, I believe like God is so kind to me. So it must mean that I believe those things, but it's like we're saying those things and we don't fully believe it. Like there's still part of us that like think maybe he's not actually all good. And I don't want to be like 98% convinced that God is only good and still have a small part of me that believes that he might let me down. I want all of me to believe the things that I'm saying. And I think there's a difference here because I think sometimes you do need to speak things over your life and you need to like speak truth into your life. Like the Bible talks about that so many different times, like speaking truth and the Bible literally says in like Romans 4, 17, like to speak to things that are not though as they are. So like, yes, speak things over your life that you're having a hard time believing and like speaking things into existence. And like sometimes it, it takes you like speaking things out of your mouth for your mind to start believing it. So, yes, I definitely think that there is a need for that. But also, that kind of goes back to, like, taking every thought captive. If I'm saying, well, I believe, like, God is good and God is kind to me and he's so, like, generous with me but I don't fully believe that I need to check the root of why I don't fully believe that that's me just saying something because uh well I think like eh, I should be saying this because I'm a Christian so this is just something I I I should be saying I I should be speaking this lingo but if you don't believe it for yourself then what's the point of even saying it and I think we do this so we can please God but our pretending is not pleasing to him for example if we're saying like you know I'm believing that God is going to keep his promise but I don't actually believe that I'm like declaring it I'm like I believe that God is going to keep his promise to me but then I'm saying that and I'm like in my heart I believe I actually don't know if he will I don't know it's like one thing to say it but like I don't know if I actually like believe that I think we get so accustomed to just like saying things like I said because we think that they're the things that we're supposed to say but like what is pleasing about like you just saying something that's trending or saying something because everybody else is saying it I think that if that process to actually fully believing him looks like questions and confusions then bring it because if we're saying it but don't actually believe it then what we're actually doing is lying and again like lying is not pleasing to him so I'd rather somebody be real and be like hey like I know like this is what the bible says about who God is but if I'm being honest I don't know if I fully believe that I would rather somebody be open and say that I think God would rather that too I think he would rather you be open with him and be like hey Lord like I know that this is what everybody else is saying I know that this is what's in your word but I'm having a really hard time myself actually believing that is truth that is more pleasing the, to him than your lie about believing something that you don't because I think a relationship without questions has no depth so me bringing my questions shows that I actually want to get to know him And if I didn't care about getting to know him, then I wouldn't do anything about my confusion. I would just leave it at that. But also, me going to him and being like, hey, I don't know if I fully believe that. Like, Lord, help me. Like, is there something I'm missing? Like, what's going on? Like, one, you're giving him an invitation to transform your mind. But two, you're establishing that, like, hey, I want this relationship to go deeper. I don't want this just to be, like, surface level and, like, me saying things because it's, like, trendy to say or because it's, like, what I'm supposed to say. But, like, okay, think of a date. If you're going out on a date, you get to know them by asking questions. And I would say if you're on a date and one – here's the thing. This is – I'm going to tangent for a little bit here. I've said this in my episode with Kendall about, like, relationship non-negotiables. I don't always want to be the one doing all the talking question asking don't get me wrong I love asking questions like I absolutely love asking questions and getting to know people but like if I'm the only one asking questions then like we've got a problem here because this is one-sided like I want you to get to know me like I want you to want to get to know me but I think like the Lord is the same way he wants you to want to get to know him and how do you get to know somebody without asking them questions okay think of the first thing like when you meet somebody what do you say what's your name like it always starts with a question and I think we look at questions as like doubt and I think we really need to like reframe that I think that like yes doubt is a thing sure but I think that and I don't know what it is in us or or in the society or whatever that has like trained our brains to thinking that asking questions means doubt asking questions means hey I actually don't know this about you please tell me it's not that I'm doubting God it's saying like hey there is a lack in my knowledge here and I would love for you to fill it there's this phrase and I've heard like everybody say it that like God is not scared of your questions and yes this is true but I think it's just so much more than that I think like not only is he not scared of my questions but I think it's like pleasing to him that I, I come with questions that just ties into like us having a relationship with him. What is this all about? This is not about religion. It's not about saying all the right things and doing the right things. It's about having a relationship with him. Just like any relationship you have here on earth, you establish that relationship by getting to know them. How? Literally by asking them questions. I think it's through the unknown that I grow closer to him and deeper in our relationship. Because, If it's all about religion, like what's the point of me asking questions? Because I'm going to, if it's about religion, then what I'm reading in the Bible, I'm like, okay, well, that says it. So like, I guess it must be true, which like, okay, don't like take this out of context. Like I, I personally believe that like, yes, what the Bible has to say, like, I believe that as truth, but also if I'm just basing it off of a book and religion and and what it says to do, I I take the relational aspect out of it. And he wants to show me that, like, not only does he want me to read about it, like, yes, he does want me to read about it in the Bible. Like literally why we have the book, but he also wants to show me that for himself too. Like he wants to show up for me personally. Like he wasn't just God over the people in the Bible. Like he is my present God here and now. And like, he wants to do the same things. And he, he wants to personally show me who he is. And he wants to answer my questions because that's how we truly get to know him. That's why we weren't created to inherently know all the answers and have it all figured out because if I was born with all the knowledge of everything about God and who he is and like who I knew God to be was not at all based off of my feelings like it was all fact and like I knew it all like when I was born with it like again like what's the point of having a relationship then but I think that's why he didn't create us to know everything because he wants us to get to know him he wants us to seek him It says in Matthew chapter six, verse 33, which this is the verse that the Lord keeps repeating to me this year, but seek first his kingdom, like seek him, get to know him. I think that like, if my relationship with God is just based off of like what I already think and the conclusions that like I've come to without ever like consulting him or asking him to show me who he is, I would say be careful with that because you might have the wrong impression of him. I would say ask him if you're serious about like I want a relationship with him like I want to know like who he actually is ask him to show you who he really is because he will and that's not I'm not saying that to be like to shame you or be like you probably have the wrong idea but like I know I did I know that there's still conceptions that I have in my head or who I think God to be and he's like reshaping those and being like I know this this is who you think I am but like really this is who I am and that's what he did with the whole test thing because there I am thinking like well he's like kind of out to get me and he's like no 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 no. like I want to break that misconception down like that's not truth like let me show you who I actually am who I actually am is caring and I'm not gonna shame you I'm not gonna like yell at you or like disown you because like you failed a test but it's actually him answering my prayer Because if I'm praying, like I said before, like, I'm praying that God would develop in me characteristics that look like him. Well, if I'm not aware of where I'm at in that process, how can I even grow or refine that? If I think, well, I've got it all together. Like, no, but the test is to show me that, like, you've still got a ways to go. And that's okay because there's grace for that, too. There's not judgment. There's grace. It's actually funny because I said that the Lord recently gave me that revelation, but I was going back in my notes, and this was in June that he gave me that revelation, but before that, in my notes, I had a note from May, and it just says, if I'm being honest, I'm kind of scared to trust him because what if he leads me into another season that is meant to test me, and I know that even the tests are for my good, and they are to strengthen me, but it doesn't feel good. It hurts. I know that way of thinking is so wrong, so I want him to come in and speak the actual truth over that lie. But I think that's why I'm so nervous. My mind knows of his goodness and I've experienced it, but why can I not rest in that truth? And that's me being real, real with y'all. Like, that is straight from my notes. Maybe you're feeling the same way. I'm scared, honestly, to trust him. And I know everybody's saying, like, you know, just like walk with Jesus and like give your life to him. But like, if I'm being honest, like, I'm scared to, like, walk with him because what if I like don't like what that walk looks like and what if that walk hurts and that's how I was writing I was like I know that like I love the Lord and I have experienced his goodness and his kindness like I have seen it in my life but it's so hard for me to trust him for the next step because if I'm asking him to lead me God lead me into what's next I'm like what if again it's just another place and another test where I fail and I think that says more about me and less about him because with him, even if I fail the test, there's no, like, condemnation. There's no judgment. He's not, like, screaming and yelling at me. But for me, I'm, I'm scared to fail a test. But why is that? And maybe part of it's pride. Yeah, maybe part of it's pride. And I feel like, well, if I fail, that just, like, proves to me that, like, I'm not good enough. Maybe that's also insecurity that, like, I don't even feel secure enough and good enough in myself that even if I fail... Now I'm believing something that's not true about myself, that I'm not capable and I'm not able, but also maybe it's because I'm scared that if I fail, then these things I've been dreaming of and praying for are going to be withheld from me. But like, where'd I even get that idea from? When I think about that simply, that contradicts the whole gospel. Because if it was about like me performing a certain way and like doing all the right things, then like, what was the point of him dying on the cross? But that was done because there was never anything that I could do to even earn my salvation. That's why God sent Jesus. And this is literally the whole, it's the gospel. And it's like, I know this, this is literally my entire, like, faith. Like, this is what I believe. But it's like, I forget about that. And that becomes, like, normal to me that I, like, overlook that. If that's what it was about was what I could do, then, like, I literally wouldn't be alive right now because of my sin. So why did I ever start to believe that lie that if I mess up well then now I'm the Lord's not gonna bless me and I'm I messed up too bad and now he doesn't want to give me the things that he promised me when he promised to like bless us and prosper us and to protect us that wasn't contingent on our behavior or our results of if we were gonna pass or fail like he gave us that promise before we could even like ever prove that to him and I'm reading this note and I think it's just like funny how I'm saying like I know I know that this is for my good and I know it's to strengthen me and I I know that this is wrong and and my mind knows like my I, I know his goodness like I've experienced it like why can I not rest in that like why am I still so nervous of him testing me and you know that was back in May in June I realized because I was looking at tests the wrong way I was viewing them as a trap but like I just wanted to share that because I feel like maybe somebody's got the same thought process as I did and they're like I'm honestly scared to like give my life over to the Lord because what if he leads me into something I like don't like or what if he puts me into these circumstances or things happen in my life as like a way to test me but again I think I would say that we're looking at it wrong it's not for judgment he's not I'm sorry but he doesn't need a test to judge you it says in the Bible when Jesus returns, like, there'll be, like, a day of judgment. Yes, absolutely. But, like, well, okay, so he already knows we're not perfect. Like, he already knows we're gonna mess up. He knows how I'm gonna mess up even tomorrow or the next day, like, a year. Like, he already knows these things. Like, he doesn't need to almost, like, rub salt on a wound. Like, he doesn't need to, like, test me to pull a case against me. Like, he doesn't need that. Like, that's not his heart. But his heart is to test us for our good. It's literally a tool to help me. So I say all that to say, I think we just need to reshape the way that we view the Lord testing us. It's not so he can go on a power trip and be like, well, you've got it all wrong and you are you can't do anything right. Like, no, it's, it's never about that. So I think we need to reshape the way that we view tests. And really quick, just to go back to the whole like relationship aspect, if we again are like comparing it, To how we date people and how we ask questions on dates, like to get to know people. Would you ever enter a relationship with somebody when all you knew about them was what other people had told you about them? Like you didn't know anything for yourself. All you knew is what your friends were telling you or like a mentor was telling you, but like you didn't actually know any of that person for yourself. The only thing you knew about them was what you were being told. Would you ever enter a relationship with that person? No, you probably wouldn't. Why? Because you want to get to know them for yourself. You want to see, hey, am I seeing what everybody else is seeing? And it's the same way with Jesus. Get to know him for yourself. Not off of, like, your parents' faith and, like, your friends' faith. And, like, yeah, that's great that they have faith. And, like, you're surrounded by that. But, like, make it your own. Because that's what it's supposed to be. It's you and him. It's not, like, your relationship with him should not be based off of my relationship with him. Like, make it your own. And, again, I think that other people's relationships with him and how they share it can help us and inspire us i mean like look at pastors you know what i mean like or speakers they are sharing and it's because they have a relationship with the lord and like yes that is helping me but don't make your relationship with him based off of what everybody else has said like make it your own he wants to be in relationship with you not just me like he wants that with you I'm sorry, I know today was definitely a little preachy and it was very heavy on Jesus and I know that like not everybody listening to this might have the same beliefs as me and that's okay that you and I like don't think the same thing but I hope from this you just got to know a little bit more about who my God is and for those of you who we are believing the same thing like I hope this gave you a revelation of his heart towards you and when I say like these are revelations the Lord has given me. It's not just like, okay, this is something that like I know about the Lord. Revelations are like things that have changed my life. Like I would say it is knowledge that has transformed my life. Not just knowledge of like, cool, it's like cool to know that. But like, no, out of knowing this, this changes things for me. Like this changes my relationship with him. This changes the way that I view myself or I view him. But revelation is changed to me so when I'm saying like when I'm talking about revelations the Lord has given me I'm saying like lean in because this has changed my life okay that was a lot and I hope that blessed you I really hope that blessed you if you loved it and you're loving this podcast Feel free if you want to give, like, you know, a rating on Spotify. I would, like, absolutely love that. If you, like, want to do that, you know, help your girl out. Um, I'm just saying she'd be super appreciative of that. But if not, that's cool. If you love this and this spoke to you, let me know. Contact me. Let me know. Um, if you have questions and you're like, Michaela, like, tell me more about this. Like, I'm, I'm feeling the same thing that you were and I'm still confused. Like, reach out to me and, like, I'll give you what I can and, and what I've learned. If you have anything that you want me to talk about and you want my perspective on it, because you're like, "Mm, I don't know, I'm just curious to see what Michaela thinks about that. Let me know. Leave it again. I normally leave, um, like questions, questionnaires on Spotify. So if you're like, I want to hear this, like nobody's talking about this, or maybe people are talking about it and you're just like, I wonder what Michaela thinks about that. Let me know and I'll consider okay okay cool so that's all I have for y'all today thank you so much for spending that little bit of time with me and I hope the rest of your week is absolutely incredible I just pray that this episode was a blessing to you and that it would just allow you to see God for who he truly is so until next Monday I love y'all so much bye